But I hate when I feel like this And I never hated you Neurotica is a weekly podcast going to the deepest, darkest parts of the mind and bringing them to light. Topics range on mental illness, behavior, and perception and more. Please be warned, many episodes contain trigger warnings. If you ever have thoughts of suicide, please call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Hey everybody, welcome to Neurotica. I'm your host, Cody Ryan. I'm with my co-host as always, Bobby Echo. How's it going, Bobby? Good, 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 good. Great. Uh, <laughs> was that a good one? That was a great one. Yeah, um, uh, I'm doing doing well. Um, work's annoying, but always like, as soon as I think or say that, I remind myself that I'm lucky to still be working and have a job and like be able to work from home and not um, putting myself in danger every day, like grocery store workers and stuff. So all in all, things are going as well as they could be uh, during a pandemic. Yeah, same. I'm currently employed by uh, Amazon. They have this division called Twitch and um, I'm doing really well. Yeah, I think I'm making less than a cent per hour. Um, But no, I actually had a really good day today because – Chris Jones joined the, the pod and uh, brought some friends by and then got, friend of the pod, Chris Jones. We got some, got some uh, friendly simping going on and uh, it was, it was a good, good little stream today. Uh, but that's mostly yeah. what I've been doing lately. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of, I mean, I already gave that update that I am out of a job right now. And uh, the big thing for my day was actually like, I had an interview today, which, um, you know, obviously Try not to jinx myself, but thought it went well enough. But it, it's obviously a very weird time to be looking for a job. And that just goes to show you how well my timing is in life. <laughs> yeah, not the best time to lose a job is never. But the second best time is during a pandemic when uh, there's like 30% unemployment. So yeah. you're you're right in there where you want to be. Yeah, and there's definitely um, some stuff that I'll – be able to get like unemployment it's not going to be difficult to get right now um the oh, big might be, problem might be difficult to get through to anyone yeah the, the big problem is healthcare, and obviously we talk about like people unemployed you know not having health care but even like that healthcare marketplace fucking sucks like no doctor yeah. takes any of the stuff they offer I'm assuming that you're like not even considering Cobra because it sucks so much ass. You have to pay like the entire amount yeah, of I what you and your employer were paying for health insurance. I've, I've considered it. I mean, my hope is that I'd have a new employer with insurance by then because I yeah. wouldn't realistically get Cobra until June 1st. But like it's something I have to consider though, even though it's a high price, like I'm not paying my student loans right now and I still do have to go to my um, doctors who are very important. So I might have to kind of swallow that pill and hope that job comes down the pipeline, but it's actually not been as bad as I thought. It's just that like recruiters are being very like uh, either they've got one of two uh, directions. They either are, we're impressed with your background. We want to have you in the fold for when we get a job, which basically means that like, they're just as rude like, and like nothing else to do. Like they just have to find people. Yeah. Or like, they, oh you're almost like furloughed in yeah. that situation. 
Like, where there's going to be a job for you afterwards, but there's nothing we can do right now. Yeah. Or the alternative is you get into, like, a recruiter who has, like, a job, and they talk it up like it's the fucking golden goose of the land. And, like, they're literally, like, I yesterday, like, was woken up by a call from a recruiter, and they were like, you applied to this job in Malvern, PA, and you'd like to talk to you. I was like, I did? I was like, what? <laughs> and it was probably just a job, and it was, like, a, it was a recruiting firm, and, like, they probably put Greater Philadelphia. And then this lady even calls me back and, like, to clarify is, like, you know that this job is like contract to hire and like all these other things that make it sound terrible. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This sounds great. Send me over all the details. And I'm like, I have no interest in this job, but like, I have to keep just like, like I have nothing yeah. else to do. I, I have to just like keep going with leads, even if they're bad leads. I wonder if it's like a uniquely American thing or if it's just like a human thing where when you're, in between jobs, even shit that sucks, you're like, I have to go through the motions. Like, I have yeah. to talk to them. I have to interview. Um, like, to I don't know if it's like to, to prove to yourself that you're like still uh, moving or imagine. What, imagine it, if, it is like a really weird like, ah, this fucking sucks. But I guess I have to do it for some reason. <laughs> Uh, just imagine if you downloaded Tinder and you like committed to going on a date with every piece of shit you match with. Cause like we've all like matched with some people and then we like look later and we're like, Oh, I must've just looked at the first picture and like, <laughs> or they might just be insane. Uh, but even the idea of going on that many dates, like is just hard to do. And it, it kind of feels like that sometimes, but yeah. And, and then there's other days where I like, I feel bad. Cause I'm like, Oh, I didn't, look up jobs today or something like that but it's like what the fuck's gonna pop up like so urgently between yesterday and today that i need to be like online and checking linkedin to like make sure that i i'm the first person to apply it's just that the thing that really sucks right now is what you said is everybody's out there so everybody's looking for something is looking for something very specific and i'm hoping on the very specific thing yeah, there's like such an insane supply of people that are looking for jobs right now. It might not necessarily be like I wouldn't be surprised if internal finance is a thing that has not been hit that hard relatively by COVID because like you need those people to make sure that your numbers are working regardless of um, whether you had to cut back on other people. But like there's just so such a crazy amount of supply for the dwindling number of job new jobs that are like becoming available that it's super intimidating. like me and you were saying right before we started this like that you had an interview and you talked to seven people and that they mentioned oh then if if we like you you'll go to the next round of interviews and i was saying even in the best circumstances i can't imagine being in a situation where there's like multiple rounds of interviews and like a lot of good options. And then they choose me. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I don't know if it's a lack of confidence in myself or just like the way that my professional life has gone so far that has me like looking down on my attractiveness as a candidate or what. But like if I had to go through like multiple rounds of interviews at a time when employment, unemployment is 
as high as it is and so many places have hiring freezes and stuff like that, I would just be like, what is even the fucking point? There's no way they're choosing me. I'm not, I don't even know why I'm bothering. Yeah. And I, I guess for me, like I do have a lot more confidence in myself in my interview. It, it's kind of been a funny thing in my whole life is that <clears throat> like, I've always had more confidence in my ability to, you know, go to school, work a job interview and like do some like really hard shit, like stand in front of people and do like stand up comedy. And I can't talk to women. Like I just can't, I'm afraid of them. Um, I've admitted that probably on the podcast before. Um, the women who talk to me aren't surprised. Uh, <laughs> unless I've got a certain amount of margaritas in me, which I can't do anymore. So I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do now. <laughs> uh, but the point is, it's just like, but even that is kind of a joke where I like, you know, I self deprecate talk about like my attractiveness. Like I've been wrong for years. Like it, it's a joke that we talk about like Bobby, like I've been off on what I thought my attractiveness was, but now it's like, you're not even able to say though, I'm special. Like I can't go out there and be like, I'm the, the prettiest girl here because whatever opening it might be, that might be the last one I see for a while it's a desperation thing and it's not like being the By best candidate. Do you mean a job yeah. opening or like a vagina? Um, I meant job opening, but we can explore the other one later. Uh, so you can explore one for the first time. Um, but I just think that like when I go into an interview though, there is a lot of moments where it's like, I like this job and man, I don't know when I'm going to find another job. I like again, like I, there will always be jobs, but those jobs might be in King of Prussia or back down in Delaware where I already came from. Like there'll always be jobs out there, but do they fit what I need for my benefits or, you know, like location and like pay, you know, those just like base things. And I don't, I'm not trying to even be like picky, but it's like my life still has a standard to it. Like when we come out of coronavirus, like, my my lease agreement doesn't like bend to the will of okay well Cody got this job like I still have to like you know go pay my rent the same that it was before yeah I mean that's the situation that a lot of older people um like older middle-aged people find themselves in that situation a lot um I'm sure that my dad did back uh, a couple years ago where you have this job for a while and you live to the level that that job lets you live. Um, because that's what everyone like, what's, I know it's not necessarily wise to live exactly at your means, but it's yeah. just kind of what people do. Like you, that's, you have to, you have to enjoy your life because otherwise you hate your life and you're just like working. And then what's the point? Sort of. Yeah. But I, I but do like, look at my investment sometime and just be like, what could I have spent that on? Am I going to live that long? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like older, older people a lot, they are at a company and whatever for a long time. They start making more money and then the company's just like, all right, well, we're just going to find someone that can basically do this, but they're younger. So they're not going to cost as much money. And then they're out of a job and they have, they weren't poor before, but now like it's only so long you can not have a job and you're missing mortgage payments and 
having to take out of your kids like college fund and stuff like that. And just like, just what you were saying, like it, that stuff doesn't feel bad for you or give you a break because you lost a job. You, you kind of have to like figure it out quickly. Yeah. And I think to even add to that, there's a strange calmness to what I feel, even as an overthinker, because I'm not alone, I guess, you know, that like misery loves company kind of feeling to it. Yeah. But just there's a cognitive dissonance too, because nothing is right. Like, even if I had a job right now, I wouldn't physically be there. So like, it, it really feels like I'm not doing anything differently than anybody else in the world. Like whether I have a working job or not. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean to say that I want to sit around and be lazy. Like I've been working my ass off on Twitch just because it's the only thing that, yeah, it's just a meaningful thing that I can do each day because I can force myself out of my comfort zone of, I'm going to sit here and watch TV or just lay in bed. I'm going to put myself on camera and I'm going to try to entertain people. And yeah, I'm playing video games. I mean, I know it's not hard work for me, like to play the video game, but it is hard work for me to like, you know, muster the energy of like, I'm going to be that cheery face, you know, entertain people. And sometimes my streams aren't that good because I'm not in the mood. Something that I noticed, like, the couple times that I've been on the stream with you, um, like, personally, in the background, is that, and, God, <laughs> this is not to, like, praise Twitch streamers or something like that, necessarily, but, like, it, it's hard, it is, like, hard to be on the whole time. Yeah. Because, like, if you're just playing a game, you, I would be playing Call of Duty, and I would just be, like, sitting there silently, except for when I, like, curse or say, like, what the fuck, I disagree. Yeah, and, and if you're like you, you're not doing that. You're actually like trying to be charismatic and stuff like that. So, and this is not me trying to like suck your dick or anything like that. But just as someone who has like the minimal experience, it it is like different from just playing video games. And there is like a, an energy, not only that you're expending, but like putting yourself out there. Yeah, and I think it's just one of those things, too, where, like, I'm getting started um, as an affiliate. Like, I got it, like, in December. And, I mean, I know that's still about five months now. But, like, you know, it's still getting started for a streamer relatively um, in terms of their affiliate status. And affiliate just means you can earn money now. Like, you have enough, like, of everything that they saw in terms of, like, viewership and followers. And so I can earn money now and I can, you know, have my viewers come in and like subscribe to me or like, you know, give me bits or anything, but I'm not doing it for the money right now. Like, I don't want all my friends to just come in and, you know, like have to spend all their money. Like I want, you know, to same way with Neurotica, you know, I want to find new people and strangers and branch out because it's a form of yeah. expression for me and it's entertainment. And in like third days where I'm doing it to nobody but I have to be on even when it's nobody. And it's kind of the same way we podcast. I mean, we're trying to be on to nobody because we're having a conversation, but to an audience that doesn't exist. Problem with Twitch is you can see at all times how many people are watching you. Yeah, that is gotta be demoralizing. It gets bad. <laughs> but yeah, but like like you said, it's like imagine doing stand-up to literally an empty room. Yeah. That's kind of what it is, which is like 
kind of bleak to think about. But like you said, you have to be on in case someone does tune in. And what if they're, they have reach? Or what if someone wants to go through your old videos? Exactly. It's like the yeah. And and I think that's I think you and I, Bobby, we've had a similar journey on Neurotica of like times we've been like, shit, man, we're bad at this thing. And we need to get better at oh, it. Oh, I've never I've never thought that about myself. Yeah, I know. It was just notes you gave me, but that's <laughs> not really the point. Uh you just said this is bad, we need to fix this. Um no, but we've kind of had that journey too though, where we were just like how do we upgrade our skills? And I think that's something that too, that it's become a cool hobby for me. Cause it's like technologically like heavy and I like technology, but that's the same thing. It also becomes frustrating with it, but that, that thing takes so much of my time and energy um, that I do feel like at the end of the day though, that I did something, you know, like, and if I didn't earn a dollar or nobody watched me, that is upsetting to me and I'll look at it as, you know, a failure in my streaming, not because I needed the dollar, but because I wanted to show that I have growth and that's just a me thing. And that's like how I, yeah. that's how I cope with things is I need something that, you know, I feel like I can give myself to and I've fallen in love with it and I'm glad I have. Yeah. It's, this is one of those things where like, it's tough because all you can look at is the measurables, right? To like say your quality. Yeah. And you might like have the most entertaining stream of your life, but no one tunes in, but like you still did a good job. But if it still says zero, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's tough. It's like, even like, like, like objectively, um, say 21 pilots has had a more positive effect on the world than sheer mag or Kayatana because they, even though their music sucks ass and they're horrible. And I hope that they like, I don't want to say die during a pandemic, but, but whatever is like a, one shade of gray, less dark than die. Um, that I hope that happens to them, but even that all being the case, the fact that they are popular means that they've brought joy to their idiotic fans, more joy than better bands bring to fewer people. It's just like, you just got to imagine the subjective nature of quality of like the quality of something like that. Yeah. um, Means that like the only way that you can pretend anything objective is metrics like viewers or streams or um, albums sold. Yeah. And it's not, you know, something that you just kind of like jump into either. Like there is a lot that just goes into like, you need to get design and stuff like after a while, like you want to be legit. Like it's, it's kind of where we are right now that Twitch streamers are the only people who can do the job that they were doing before and, you know, do it the same. And right now, um, you know, I've seen it in the city. Like it's been dead. Like I went out one day to the pharmacy and it ended up being the day that jets were going out. And that was obviously, you know, a lot of people were outside, but like, other than that, it's, it's, that was, 
Wasn't that yesterday? Yeah, I guess it was yesterday. God, time is so I know, and that's the thing. Stupid right I now. I don't know days. I thought Sunday was Monday. Monday was Tuesday. Somebody filing their nails at your location, Bobby. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't... I just, like, everything blends together, like... I am. I think I over-ordered groceries somehow, which is, like, weird right now because you can't get any groceries. Like, I've been getting most of my, my groceries off of GoPuff. Like, it's some okay. odd times. Yeah. We, were, we were getting all of our groceries, most of our groceries by delivery until they stopped doing delivery. Yeah. It's, um... It's, it is a weird time. Like, I was so excited to just, like, leave and drive an hour, um, a mile and a half to, like, the liquor store today, where I spent way too much money on alcohol, because my, my rent here is basically that I buy all the alcohol. <laughs> nice. That's my room and board. <laughs> Literally, dude, I, I'm not even supposed to drink. I've had two Bud Lights, and they were Bud Lights that you left here. You left them here by the couch and they were already fridged so they're skunked somewhat and i don't even fucking care because my brain is breaking and i will risk whatever drug interaction is possible because once in a while i just need a fucking beer man like that's true it's like in uh shawshank redemption yeah andy dufran's like a man feels more like a man when he can like drink a can (laughs) or whatever yeah which is extremely true. Well, and that's like, that's the other thing I want to talk to you about. I'm glad you brought up that movie. Because uh, I've, I've been... What the fuck, Alexa? <laughs> um, I've been thinking, and it, specifically because of that movie, people getting out of quarantine, will they have trouble readjusting to the real world? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> You're going to come down to Longport. <laughs> I'm just going to be hanging... Hanging from the ceiling fan. Carved booby was here into the ceiling. Well, uh, well, we do need to address. I guess I, I guess I hate Yeah. Well, Bobby, we should address. Um, you were canceled this week, I believe. Uh, for a tweet Uh, you had about anxiety, and I didn't even read it. Well, can you tell me what the hell happened? I was actually nervous about you seeing that and getting mad at me. Well, that's Uh, why I said I'll just deal with it on the podcast, everybody. Okay, so I I said something along the lines of I always thought that if millennials had to go a war to war, they would uh, fight with courage and bravery, bravery, just like the greatest generation. But all these people complaining about their anxiety has me thinking otherwise. Like, and then people got really mad at me about that because even people that know me uh, thought I was being serious. I don't even get the and, joke oh, got, to be honest like i mean you uh, you I, I get it didn't you follow it up with like something like 99% is like 85% i don't know what the hell that was i don't know maybe that's somebody replied to you or something to try to make fun of you i don't know either way that doesn't really like uh upset me cuz it does seem like you're just outwardly trying to be a jackass um but don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> don't try to be a jackass. People are like asking me to answer for you. And they're like, especially with him being on a podcast about mental health. And I was like, I don't think he meant it. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Don't really care. People, 
people that don't know me that like yelled at me about it fine i was fine with that i was like whatever i like i agree with you guys anxiety is a real thing that sucks to deal with like i'm i'm on your side even if i'm still like just gonna be a dickhead about it but the people that like actually know me who got really mad at me and thought i was serious was a little upsetting well i think the thing that makes it should know better than funnier that. is that people are like Bobby should know better as being part of a mental health podcast. I was like, we're a mental health podcast that focuses on comedy. Like maybe giving him the benefit of the doubt that that's the angle he's taking. Like, I don't know. Like when we're not like doctors coming onto the podcast and talking about like the serious effects of anxiety, like not to say our, our show doesn't mean anything, but I'm just saying like, that's the kind of thing that you could have said on the show just the same. And I would have been like, shut the fuck up, Bobby. Like that's kind of how I saw yeah, it. I so. Like I probably could have got okay. it across better if I said it out loud. Yeah. And, uh, like people were like, uh, you know, tensions are heightened during quarantine. Uh, but I, I guess that, it's just like, I, don't know. I guess that plays though to something though, that my, um, psych was talking about though. And, um, kind of from a different angle, but still like, it's interesting. Um, you know, emotions aren't rational, but they're not necessarily irrational either. Now there are irrational actions that can happen from emotions just as well as there can be rational ones that can happen from emotions. But, you know, anxiety, it, it doesn't matter if logically you should be fine. Again, it's just an emotion response. So, um, you know, if you had been serious, that's how I would have educated you. Just saying it now, because it's a point to make that I'm sure you agree with that. Yes, people have anxiety, but, you know, nobody can control that. There are definitely times when we want to roll our eyes because we're like, uh, rich people with problems. But like, if you have anxiety, you have anxiety. It doesn't matter how many zeros you have in your bank account. Yeah, we're not. I mean, we've talked. How many times have we talked about? Um, like Anthony Bourdain yeah. and rich, famous, successful people that seem like everything is going well in their yeah. lives and they they can't escape the demons and the depression. Like the the fact the fact that those things are going well in their life doesn't make that like the depression invalid because that's yeah they they're like correlated a little bit probably, but if one doesn't necessarily have to have anything to do with the other. Yeah, and you can see the frustrations rolling over. I mean, we just came off of a really heated political battle that, like, you know, ended in kind of a dud. And we go into this quarantine. And, like, even when, you know, I think, like, Ellen DeGeneres posted something about, like, being sad, missing everyone. Like, people went down her throat. And I was just like, oh, because she's friends with George W. But I'm like, but... Again, like she's a let like, or other people were like, "Oh, how can you be sad? You're a celebrity. You got all this money." It's like, because they literally like people too. Like that, like that's not how it works. You can't buy yeah. the the kind of thing that we lost. Yeah, I I feel like the stuff that people got mad at her about was her saying that she felt like she was in prison. Yeah, that was weird. When there are people that are actually yeah. in prison, that like Cuomo is fighting for oh yeah she she had that more, one like stricter yeah. bail policies and um like people are in prison and insanely close quarters and everyone is just refusing to let them out even though it 
they're at like horrible risk yeah uh to get the disease so i feel like that was yeah. sorry everyone we had a little bit of technical difficulties so <laughs> the app that me and cody used to record booted us both out <laughs> for some reason <laughs> um so uh, I think I was in the middle of ranting about Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. uh, as I as I often am. Um, but, I mean, I guess we can use that as a jumping off point, um, because we were talking about people's sensitivities to everything being heightened right now um, as a reason for people to get upset with Ellen, even if, I mean, she was obviously super indelicate and is extremely privileged. Um, but I don't think stuff like that would elicit such a strong reaction if people's nerves um, weren't more tense generally right now than they usually are. And also if people had more to do, you know, like the fact that a lot of people are out of work. um, The fact that even people that aren't out of work are like working from home. So they're probably not paying attention to other stuff more so. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably working a lot less than they were um, when they were in the office. Uh, not me, though. I'm working more hard. Um, <laughs> but they – so they're just glued to their phones and stuff. So they're just, like, easier to find stuff to be mad at, more likely to be exposed to something you'd be mad at, or more likely to be exposed to someone who's mad about something that you wouldn't have otherwise been mad at. You know? Yeah. And and the funny thing is, like, that boiling up over frustration, like, it, it's it's hitting everybody no matter how good your life is. There's no scenario where you even look at this with the best job in the world and think, like, not even for a second, that 1% increase in you losing that job. Like, it doesn't matter how great Ellen was on her show. Like, Ellen could be at home thinking, okay, my show doesn't exist anymore now. It will. She's fine. But like, you know, I don't really want to, you know, attack celebrities as much, but I get why people are doing that. And it's it's because you're just kind of like Bobby said, you know, sitting there, um, but you're also sitting there and you're like, oh, man, I don't have this. And especially if you're out of work and you don't have health care now or you don't have like, you know, the steady income, you're like, oh, well, if I get, you know, coronavirus, I'm screwed. Like there goes my savings or I'll die. Like, you know, people are kind of doing that comparison game of like, Oh, my situation's worse. So, you know, feel bad for me, but all of our situations suck like collectively. Yeah. I feel like the reason that there's black backlash to so much stuff, like the, the first thing that there was like a huge celebrity backlash uh, or a, a big backlash against celebrities was the Gal Gadot uh, everyone singing Imagine thing. Yeah. Um, which, first of all, that song uh, sucks shit. So maybe yeah. that's maybe if they've done a better song. People would Magic be, Dragons but, are much better. Less mad about it. <laughs> oh, God. If I had to choose between the two, <laughs> I would imagine. Pick Imagine by John Lennon. Dragons. <laughs> imagine Dragons because. <laughs> they're horrible one's a song um, and one's got a whole catalog <laughs> yeah but like i i feel like the reason that people got so like annoyed by that was you know in south park when 
they have the the what is it? They're smug that people are. Oh yeah, they like, like start sniffing their own farts. No, it's the smart. It's like the electric car one. Yeah, where they're trying to like, per- yeah, make it's the like environment better, smog, but smog, but it's really smug. Yeah, but the smog is making it worse, and like they say that there's an enormous thing of smog coming from like a George Clooney Oscar speech or something like that. <laughs> I feel like that is the vibe that I'm getting from a lot of this stuff. Like, oh, it's time for us, the celebs, to step in and save the day by yeah you see little content like i think john krasinski and um emily blunt are like doing stuff like that they had they surprised some girl with like the full cast of hamilton and it's like that's cool there's no reason to be mad at that but the general sentiment that these guys are just being like all right it's time for us to save the day yeah i don't Uh, i don't get what that does (laughs) <laughs> it's very annoying <laughs> to me. Yeah, I just don't. I don't need that. <laughs> I just don't. I if anything, yeah, like it's it's nice need... for like that girl that that happened to, but just the constant deluge of like, oh my god, like every fifteen times John Krasinski was so us. Like, well, I, I feel like it's... every headline is a BuzzFeed headline about a celebrity right now. I, I think it's just one of those things, though, where it's just like you want to feel good and you know that's not going to make you feel good. And you you feel kind of like a dick a little bit, too, because you're like, oh, I'm the guy shitting on John Krasinski from The Office doing a nice thing for some girl or whatever. But at yeah, the end of the day, it's very you're cynical. Like, but... Yeah, it's cynical, but it's like you're like, this fucking sucks and I want something to make it better. <laughs> And this is the best you got. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, I don't expect anything from them. And I, I feel bad that like, yeah, some of them are trying to do like fun things and get roasted. But at the same time, like, don't fucking patronize us. Like that you could just do anything and you're so funny and interesting that people yeah. will eat it up. And it's like, if you want to do a that. It's line to walk. It's an impossible yeah. line to walk because it's different for everyone. And like how different it is between two people can be completely varied so i guess you have to just like settle in for the normal everyday person thing which we are the two of us are probably more cynical than yeah but i don't know i i find it very annoying very grating well i think one thing no go ahead i was gonna say like the only company that's growing right now is amazon and it's like of course the only person that's doing better now than they were before is like Jeff Bezos. Cause he's an asshole, but also like, of course the only people that are like able to build brand awareness are the celebrities who like already have a ton of it. Yeah, no. And that's totally true. Um, but I mean, I, it just kind of is what it is until we can get out of this, but speaking of getting out of this, I think we have to address the, the elephant in the room and that's the overall horniness level of everybody uh it's We're too so high horny. it's too high i i can't I say act that's like, always true i can't act like i'm not a male in my mid-20s and have urges but jesus christ some people just straight on main they just flipping shit out i'm at the point where like... no go ahead i was gonna say i feel like now is like people are going to come out of this as hentai people. 
That's fine. Like people are gonna people are gonna be I know, but it's just like I would say personally it's a level that I don't wanna ever get to. That's just me. No kink shaming. But I feel like a lot of people are gonna come out of this and just be like, I had so much time on my hands to jerk off that I really learned about myself. They had a lot of time on their hands. Is that what you call it, Bobby? Yeah. Time. A lot of well a lot of spending a lot of time in their hands. (laughs) Yeah. Um, great. Awful response. Um, I've been on the dating apps a little bit. Um, I've been on Tinder and Hinge. Hinge is the more serious dating app. Tinder is the the less serious. And I could say, weirdly, Hinge is like the one that's been a lot more active, which I would have thought the opposite because I thought people would want to have like somebody to have sex with like right after, but like, yeah, or sexting. But I, I guess also people have left the city. Um, so like a lot of people have gone home to, you know, their parents' house or whatever. The city really is dead. So it's mostly just nurses. <laughs> so um, that's not bad. No, not at all. I'm just saying like that's it's not as active. But um, I know it's it's hard for me to date that way. I like as much as I hate first dates, I, I just I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just a change in me. Like, I just don't even, like, care. But that, like, to some degree. And, like, I'm, like, I guess waiting for somebody that makes me care. But, like, I think quarantine has just made me numb to too many things. Yeah. I don't know. That's not the worst thing in the world to not care right now, as long as you can snap out of it afterwards. Because yeah. no, all I that mean... caring right now is going to do is, like... <laughs> You know me. Yeah, I got yeah. my reckless crushes, but like, it's just yeah. And it, I don't know. I feel like I feel like caring right now can lead you to making unwise decisions. Yeah. Whereas not caring right now is you're not gonna be tempted by anything. But that's why some people, I guess, are just going real horny on Maine because they're just like, "Fuck it, I don't care." There's no consequences, yeah. and I'm like, there are absolutely consequences on the quarantine, like. It this ain't you know what happens in quarantine stays in quarantine shit like yeah that's coming it's not out. like Twitter's gonna delete every tweet from quarantine and yeah. be like no that doesn't count yeah people people are gonna find your horny tweets from quarantine in three years and they're not gonna care about the context yeah <laughs> and you're gonna be embarrassed yeah like, this is a, a hypothetical you not not you Cody. yeah I. I... I don't know. I think my tweets are usually um, either extremely horny to the point that they're a comical joke not directed at anybody or just under the line so I can't ever be um, seen as flirting because I'm a huge coward. Yeah, that's fair. I'm also a huge coward, so I'm very glad that I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's that's me right now, just kind of chilling, Lucy, like just trying to go through job interviews and stuff like that. Nothing really exciting, just trying not to lose my mind. Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to do soon. <laughs> me too. Also, this is this is funny enough, I guess, for me to say on here. Isabel yesterday was like, I I didn't sign up to date a, a gamer and a guy who. Uh, spends all his time watching other people play video games because I've been like watching a lot of games done quick and <laughs> yeah. she's like I, I, I didn't sign up for this you need to stop well you know Bobby you're just gonna have to do those things in the dark I guess I don't know what to That's tell you true. 
instead of instead of being ashamed by my horniness, I'm gonna be like shame watching video game like Kingdom Hearts speedruns. As a streamer, even I think that's horrible. Um, but you know, that's just it's me. Great actually. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts speedrun actually would be interesting. Dude, there's Games Done Quick did a charity stream, like a 24 hour thing, and um, the last thing was Kingdom Hearts two. Like a, That'd be a good one. Three hour speedrun. It was sick. Damn, three hours. Yeah, it's those guys are outrageous. Well, yeah. I would I would recommend actually to anyone listening if they like need to fill some time and have even the most passing interest in video games that that shit is worth watching. Well, Bobby, that sounds like a plug to me. You got any more of those? Um, I have an idea for something I want to write. Um, we'll see how the Parks and Rec reunion goes on Thursday. Uh, whether I write that, but no, that's that potential thing is all I have to plug right now. Okay. Uh, obviously, like I said, my Twitch is my big thing right now. Uh, my Twitch is twitch.tv slash coderan. But I am back on Twitter at Streamed Hams. It's like the steamed hams joke, but with an R for streaming. Uh, due, to the, due to the video game streaming. Yeah, due to the Aurora Borealis uh, localized entirely in my kitchen uh, at this time of year. Uh, but like mostly spending a lot of my time on that Twitch. Um, yeah, follow me on the Twitter. But also our friend Chris Jones has a new podcast. Uh, you can follow him on his brand new Twitter, uh, AH underscore pod. And that is the Absolutely Hammered podcast. Um, he does that with Justin Clue. And he's back on Twitter if you've been missing him. Probably for the worst, he'll probably be gone in the week. <laughs> yes, and Absolutely Hammered is a fantastic show. Yes. So I was other, listening other, to yeah. it when I totaled my car. Nice. <laughs> good job. And, yet I, and I still love it. That's how good it is. That's wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't expect that one. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Erotica and definitely be safe out there. If you have any of the symptoms, please, please, please go get yourself checked. Bobby, you got anything to add to that? Um, anxiety is not real. doesn't exist. No, if don't. it was. Stop. <laughs> no, I have nothing to add to it. All right, bye. <laughs>